welcome back to this brand new podcast, which we've now got a title for. It's going to be called Hampson on Hockey, bit of a play on from a old website I actually used to run where I was posting quite a few years ago. Uh, thank you to everyone who suggested that and everyone who's been in touch with different suggestions. That's what we're going to go with. So episode three now of Hampson on Hockey. It's a big week coming up in the Cardiff Devils right now. Uh, preseason's done. That's behind us. There's a lot to take from it. A lot of positives. Uh, not so much. Not so many negatives. I don't think. I think uh, if you look at the last game against Oibuda, it was it was a good game. Physicality was there. Intensity was there. The finishing wasn't. The power play wasn't executing perfectly. But you know, you'd rather misfire in those areas in preseason than if it was the real thing. And now with the real thing coming up, there's a full week of practice ahead for the Devils. Andrew Lord's very meticulous with his detail as well. So he'll be recognizing what the team need to do, what they need to do differently coming into the Champions Hockey League. The third time now that the Devils have been in it, third straight time they've been in the CHL. It's a very exciting time of year for me, a very exciting time of year for the rest of Europe as the games get underway Thursday. Belfast are in it as well. We'll touch upon... Uh, them a little bit later on. Uh, most of this episode is going to be looking ahead to the Devils CHL campaign uh, as they take on Mountfield HK, Graz 99ers, both of those games are this weekend at home. They play them again away the following weekend and then in uh, October we welcome the Flunder Indians to Cardiff and the Devils will travel once again to Sweden to finish up their group stage campaign with hopes that they're heading out to Sweden with a chance of advancing. I think this year is probably the Devils' biggest opportunity to do that. I think year one, it was a big test. That slow start against Davos, that 10-1 loss away in Switzerland was a real shock to the system. They managed to recover well, though. They got the win against Davos and a a big win against Vekwar in October that year as well. Uh, Last year was the tough one. Uh, I think the last year was the group of death. That was one of the worst groups the Devils could have hoped for. But they held their own in that group. They did quite well. They ran uh, they ran Bern, Salzburg, and Vekwar very close in all their games. You know, they did very well at home uh, against Salzburg. Well, they did very well at home against all of them. And then I think it was an uh, away overtime loss to Vekwar to end the campaign. So they'll be very happy with what they've learned over their two CHR campaigns so far. Uh, and then coming into year three, Mountfield, Graz, Fulunda. Fulunda write those games off because they are the three-time CHR champions. They're the reigning champions. They play with a lot of pride. They go into this tournament year after year to win it. There's only been one installment of this tournament that's now entering its sixth year that Fulunda haven't been in the final. And they've won three of the four they've been in. They are a powerhouse of European hockey. So that's going to be, a lot of that game is going to come down to is the group already set? Do Fulunda really need to ice an experienced team? But that's still over a, well over a month away. So we don't really need to go into them too much. What we will do, though, is we'll switch our attentions to uh, Mountfield, who are in town on Friday night. This is a team that, like the Devils, are entering their third straight uh, Champions Hockey League. But like the Devils as well, they are yet to finish anything anything other than bottom of their group. Back in the 2017-18 campaign, they were part of the Nottingham Panthers group. Uh, actually were beaten by the Panthers and then last year finished bottom of their group as well. Um, so the Devils, they've, they've, 
they've got an opportunity here against Mountfield. I think it's a different team from what Nottingham faced two years ago. They've got a decent squad. Uh, they've got good goaltending as well. They've just uh, this year announced uh, Marek Mazanek, who used to be with the Nashville Predators and also last year spent time with the New York Rangers affiliate, the Hartford Wolf Pack. Uh, he's come over, he's come back to the Czech Republic to play his hockey now for the next season. Uh, just looking at his, his page then, he had uh, 30 games in the AHL last year. Stats weren't weren't mind-blowing, but 28-year-old big goaltender as well. That's a really good addition for Mountfield and a difficult person for the Devils to have to try and get, beha- uh, get past. They had that last year in their opening game against Salzburg when they faced uh, Lucas Herzog who stopped, I believe, over 40 shots in that game, and Salzburg skated away with a 5-2 win. So, again, it looks as though goaltending is going to be key here. Ben Bounds, he's put up big performances on a European stage and on an international stage, so he needs to be at his very best here, but it's going to be a very, very good goaltending battle between uh, between Mountfield and the Devils. Uh, up and down the roster, though, they've got some very good players. Another guy who's come back uh, recently after being away in North America is Thomas Vinko, uh, former Detroit Red Wings player. You know, big body, power forward, uh, 28 years old as well. He's been back in the Czech Republic for a couple of seasons now. It's actually going to be his second season now with uh, Mountfield. He played two before with uh, Cometa Berno. Last year, 21 goals in 44 games, 31 points. One of the team's leading guys last year. So he was a big part of the success that Mountfield had. And he's a real danger man, a real one to watch for uh, the Devils when they come against them on Friday night. You know, Mountfield, they've they've been great in the Czech Republic over the last couple of years. And it's guys like Thomas Vincor last year that helped them maintain that. Uh, for the Devils... It's natural that everyone's going to say, oh, well, the Panthers beat them, so the Devils have to beat them. If the Devils don't beat them, they're not as good as the Panthers. This is a different team than two years ago. The Panthers are a different team than they were two years ago. Uh, So you can't really read too much into that. The Devils, they've been here. They've done their CHL before. They need to just play their game. Uh, I spoke to Ben Bounds in an interview that you can actually read on the Champions Hockey League website, Uh, and I'll, I'll link to that in the description of this. But one thing he was saying to me is that in the first campaign, they attacked when they probably should have sat back. And last year, they sat back when they probably should have gone up and attacked. So they need to find that balance now. I think that Andrew Lord, he knows what to expect. He will have done his research on these teams. He knows their defensive weaknesses. He knows their offensive strengths and where his defense needs to really batten down the hatches. Uh, so it's going to be a very tough opening game, but not an impossible opening game. Uh, the Devils, they've, they've got opportunity uh, starting their campaign at home against a side that is a good side, but compared to the ones they faced last year, it is a much bigger opportunity for them. They've got a, a more realistic chance here. And I think if they can take teams like Salzburg and Burn to overtime and run them close in their two games against them last year, if they can improve the squad like they have over this summer, coming in against a team like Mountfield, there's no reason why they can't run them close and if not, try and sneak a win against this side. Uh, so that's Friday night that the Devils have got them. Sunday night then, we turn our attentions to an- another Austrian team 
in the Graz 99ers. Uh, and we'll actually be seeing a return of someone from Cardiff as Dees is back. You know, he got that job uh, with Manchester after his time as equipment manager with the Devils. And now he's with the 99ers in the EBEL. So fair play to him for getting that opportunity. Wish him well for this season. It'd be great to catch up with him when the team are back. But they're going to be over here looking for two points. They've got another impressive lineup. And again, goaltending is a very big part of this they got two that they can go with they got the experience from christopher nilstorp a swedish guy 35 years old came over uh this summer then they've got an austrian uh in thomas hernickel um it'll be interesting to see who exactly they go with i think that will be determined in their opening game uh of the campaign against falunda so i i'd imagine it's probably going to be nilstorp he's got that european experience he's been in the chl before but with this team, when you look up and down the lineup, they've got a good group of Europeans, like uh, one of their veteran guys, 36-year-old uh, Oliver Setzinger. He can play up and down the lineup, play defense and play forward. You know, he's been phenomenal for uh, for this team over the last couple of seasons. 46 points in 51 games last year with 40 assists. He's a real danger man with that first pass out of the zone, something that the Devils going to have to watch for because... Uh, with Graz, they've got some very speedy wingers. One of those guys being a 32-year-old Colton Yellowhorn, who, again, phenomenal campaign last year. 58 points in 51 games for the 99ers. His first year with the side, he's back for his second now. Uh, he's possibly going to be the main threat for the Devils to try and have to neutralize. Uh, but other other guys they've got as well, Dwight King, two-time uh, Stanley Cup champion with the LA Kings. Uh, like Yellowhorn coming in for a second season with uh, the 99ers. 42 points, 54 games last year. They've got a lot of talent uh, in terms of their veteran presence uh, with some of the older guys like those three I've just mentioned. But again, with like with every team in the CHL, they also have their good young prospects. Uh, they got Sebastian Kohlberg, Swedish kid, 25 years old. Trevor Hamilton, an American on defense at 24. Uh, this is a very impressive team. For Graz, uh, over the last couple of years, they've sort of been in that mid to low end of the EBL. They uh, had a 12th place finish in 2018, followed that up last year, finishing second in the league. So it's for Graz, it's a lot about was last year a one-off or was it the start of something? Uh, I, I'm not going to pretend I know enough about the squad to say that it is definitely the start of something. But I can't imagine they're going to drop off uh, too much. I think they're going to be, you know, coming into this CHL and this new season wanting to emulate what they did last year. Because if you look at it, second place last year, the highest they'd finished in the last couple of years before that was fifth. And that was back in 2013. They hadn't won the regular season since 2010. Uh, they're going to want a bit more stability, uh, try and make sure they stay on the right half to be in the upper half of the league standings. And, you know, the, the team they've got is impressive. I'll, I'll give them that. They've got a lot of guys with a lot of experience, 371 uh, NHL games worth of experience on that side in uh, Graz. Most of it, though, coming from Dwight King, uh, who we already mentioned but you look up and down the, both of these teams, Mountfield and with Graz, they're good teams. The Devils, they've, it's not going to be easy. They've got an opportunity to take at least a point from both of these uh, teams and go into the October games with a chance 
of if they can cause what would be a humongous upset over Fralunda, they would potentially have that chance of progressing to the next round, which is what the Devils really want to do. Uh, they've got an opportunity in these opening four games, especially these first two games at home, uh, where they're going to be a lot stronger. They're going to have that uh, that week of preparation at home, that familiarity, that crowd behind them as well. Uh, we've heard them in the CHL previously. They can get so loud in that building whenever the Champions Hockey League's on. So the crowd are going to play a big part in the first ones. The Devils are going to want to get off on the right foot because they have had uh, fairly slow starts um, in terms of not playing a full 60 minutes, especially in that first year against Davos. Uh, last year against Salzburg, it was mostly uh, a hot goaltender that stopped them. But they're going to want to come off, come out skating hard against Mountfield on Friday. Uh, if they can get a point or uh, or a win, which would be three points for them, uh, then they'll go into Sunday night against Graz with a lot of confidence. And that's what they'll need to take on their European trip the week after. And also, it would put them in good stead to have a really good, strong start to their Elite League season as well, which is what they're going to want to try and do because it's going to have sucked. It's going to have stung for the guys who stuck around, who lost out on that league trophy last year, especially in the fashion that it happened. So they're going to want to be going out to prove themselves. They're going to want to be going out to try and retain the playoffs, uh, win more silverware, and also impress on a European stage. Um, So yeah, those are the two teams that they're facing in the first uh, four games, then obviously after that, it's Fralinda, who I, unless you don't really know too much about the CHL or European hockey, uh, I don't really need to go into detail on them. They are a phenomenal team, very well run, great junior system, bringing through some great young players lately, like uh, Rasmus Darlin. Uh, the one to watch for them at the moment is Lucas Raymond, who could be uh, a top five pick in the NHL draft. He's probably going to get some game time against the Devils. Uh, potentially might be uh, playing against the Devils at home. It'd be nice if that did happen a couple of years ago. It nearly happened with uh, Elias Pettersson when he came over with Vekwa, but he was actually injured for the home leg. I don't know for sure if he played in the away leg or not, but all I know is that he was in Cardiff, but he didn't actually get to play. So if Lucas Raymond can play, that'd be great to see one of the brightest young European talents on the ice in the UK. Uh but yeah, that's a little bit a ways away for London, so we'll get into that closer to the actual time. Uh, on the other side of it, though, Belfast, they're, they're making their debut. They are coming in in a more difficult group, I would say, than the Devils. They've got some, uh, I, I would say, tougher teams to navigate in uh, Lulia, Billy Tigri, uh, Liberec, and Augsburger. I think Augsburger are their best bet at getting something from. Uh, Ludia are going to be a difficult ask. Liberec, who they open against, I believe. That is a very tough one. They they play very no-nonsense, very uh, very strong on the park, a very physical game. We saw that in the first year for the Devils in the CHL because they were very... They were physically intimidating. Uh, so the Giants are going to need to match that in their opening game, and they're playing them Thursday night, then after that they have Augsburger at home, so both teams are starting at home, so that, that does help uh, to get the momentum, I think that Liberec is a difficult task, but you look at this Giants lineup though, they've got experienced guys, Liam Reddick, he's been around the CHL, he's been around the SHL, he'll know exactly what it's going to take to try and uh, 
beat these guys at their own game. So, it, again, it's, it's like with the Devils, advancing isn't impossible. It's just going to be difficult. But I think that's the main thing, is that it's not impossible. You could You could look at it last year for the Devils, for example, as talented as that team was, you looked at who they had. They had Salzburg, Bern, and they had Vecqua. They had two teams that were back-to-back league champions and one team that had very recently been back-to-back league champions. That was a difficult group. So you could say going in, it was probably going to be impossible to get out of that group, and it turned out to be. It was, uh, they weren't able to get a win, but they did, did uh, run close. Uh, they got a couple of overtime points. With the Giants, Liberec are going to be difficult. Augsburg, I can see them getting points from. And Lulia. Lulia actually, are, they're quite interesting because they've been out of the CHL for two years. They've had two years uh, by their standards of sort of mediocrity. Um, so the Giants, they can potentially capitalise on that if they if their legs are under them. But then again, that's the October game. So by that point, the teams will be back to playing a regular week in, week out in the SHL. So it's going to be a difficult one. So I, I think with Lulia as well, I'll touch on that closer to the actual games in October. But for the Devils and for the Giants, if you're a fan of another team, you don't have to support them in the CHL. Uh, but you should acknowledge the success for these two teams in the CHL would be great for the league in general. You don't have to support them. You don't have to wish them well. You can hope they lose, but you should also hope that they put a good showing in to to really improve the standard of the elite league in Europe. The pulling power of the CHL is a real thing. It is going to bring guys in who are going to want to get that experience. Uh, So to have two elite league teams in the CHL again, it's just great because you look at the standard of the guys that the Devils have signed and the Giants have signed. Then you even look at the guys that the Steelers, the Panthers have signed. Good players are now coming here on a regular basis and success in the CHL will only make sure that continues. But that is going to actually do it for episode three of this podcast as always get in touch with me on twitter uh, at oliver j hampson to let me know your thoughts let me know what you think about the devils and giants chl uh, chances let me know anything feedback that you want to see or anything like that like i mentioned any articles i've mentioned will be in the description below but like i said that's going to be it for episode three thank you very much for listening sorry there was no uh, episode last week i had tonsillitis so was struggling to speak a little bit but voice is back So unfortunately, if you've made it this far, you've listened through what was probably about another 20-minute episode. Uh, We'll be back probably next week uh, to discuss the first CHL games for the Devils and where they go next, as well as the Giants as well, to see how they got on in their opening two games before both teams hit the road to take on teams on the actual continent. Uh, Again, thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you next time.